नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय Of atonement, even if they perform them very well. 
what it, uh, profound statements Gaudiya Goswami is making is just hitting on the head. Non-devotees cannot be purified by process of atonement even if they perform them very well. To take advantage of the methods of atonement, one must be at least somewhat devoted. Otherwise, there is no chance of one's being purified. It is clear from this verse that even those who take advantage of Karmakanda and Jnanakanda but are not at least slightly devoted cannot be purified simply by following these paths. The word prayaschittani is plural in number to indicate both karmakanda and jnanakanda. Narottamadas Thakura therefore says karmakanda jnanakanda kevala visherabhanda. Thus Narottamadas Thakura compares the parts of Karmakanda and Jnanakanda to pots of poison. Liquor and poison are in the same category. Note, liquor and poison are in the same category. According to this verse from Srimad Bhagavatam, a person who has heard a good deal about the path of devotional service, but who is not attached to it, who is not Krishna conscious is like a pot of liquor. Such a person cannot be purified without at least a touch of devotional uh, service. Om Jnana Timirandasya Jnananjana Salakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Manobhistam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamahyam Dadati Svapadantikam Vandeham Sri Guru Sri Yuta Padakamalam Sri Guru Vaishnavamscha Sri Rupam Sakrajatam Sardana Raghunatan Vitantam Sajivam Sadvaitam Savadutam Parijana Saitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Sri Radha Krishna Padam Sardana Lalita Sri Vishakam Vitamscha Mukam Karoti Vachalam Pangam Langai Tegirim Yatrapata Mahangande Paramananda Madhavam. The Supreme Person of the Godhead has the form of Satchitananda Vigraha, transcendental bliss, knowledge, and eternity. I offer my respectful obeisance to Him who turned the dumb into eloquent speakers and enabled the lame to cross mountains. Such is the mercy of the Lord. Sri Chaitanya Padam Boja Madhupepyo Namo Namaha Katanchit Ashaya Desham Swapita Dhanda Bhagavad Let me repeatedly offer my respectful obeisances onto the bee-like devotees who always taste the honey of the lotus feet of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. If even a doggish non-devotee somehow takes shelter of such devotees, he enjoys the aroma of the lotus flower. 
ಹೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಕರುಣ ಸಿಂಧು ದೀನಬಂಧು ಜಗತ್ಪತಿ ಗೋಪೇಶ ಗೋಪಿಕಾ ಕಾಂತಾ ರಾಧಾಕಾಂತ ನಮಸ್ತುತೆ ದತ್ತಕಾಂಚನ ಗೌರಂಗೀನಾಥೇ ವೃಂದಾವನೇಶ್ವರಿ ವೃಷಭಾನುಸುತ ದೇವಿ ಪ್ರಣಮಿ ಹರಿಪ್ರಿಯೇ ಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಪ್ರಭೋ ನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದ ಶ್ರೀಅದ್ವೈತಿಕದಾಧರ ಶ್ರೀವಾಸಾದಿ ಗೌರಭಕ್ತರಿಂದ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೇ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೇ ರಾಮ ರಾಮ so my dear king as a pot containing liquor cannot be purified even if washed in the waters of many rivers non devotees cannot be purified by process of atonement even if they perform them very well it's such a uh, a strong statement made by uh, sukadeva goswami saying that non devotees just cannot be purified by the process of atonement prayas chitta even if they perform them um, very well now uh, i was trying to find out prayas chitta is uh, is done typically in vedic culture and this i have seen Uh, right from my childhood uh, in my native place and so i was wondering what exactly they do because i've never observed them very closely but they recite so many vedic mantras uh, to perform that uh, so called prayaschitta so let's take uh, a step backward try and try to understand what that prayaschitta is and i was trying to find out can we split uh, in grammat in grammatically what that uh, prayas chitta is and when i try to go through the dictionary on the website uh, i find that praya in verb it says uh, endeavor or praya also dis- implies destruction and chitta is to resolve or praya is austerity so i was thinking that praya is an endeavor to cleanse the chitta where our uh, roots are or where we find our deep vasanas are stored now how does that vasana or deep inclination get stored uh, in the chitta so let's take the process a step backward once again because although uh, i had spoken on this couple of times in the same uh, bhagavatam class but just to refresh ourselves psychologists uh, tend to say that we generate anywhere between 5000 to 50000 thoughts a day and these thoughts they create uh, what are called the impressions or samskaras especially when one acts on that samskara or that when acts on it so when a person acts on it it becomes a samskara or part of your nature in one sense and i find that samskara even if sometimes you do not act 
but verbally or mentally think about it also it creates an impression and i often give this example uh, in our bhakti shastra and bhakti vaiva classes because this is my personal experience and this dates back to some 35 years back uh, 35 or even 40 years back i was in hyderabad airport to receive my elder brother um, so i went to the airport and i saw my brother coming so i moved towards him and suddenly i found one lady coming uh, in between my brother and myself and my attention drifted from my brother to uh, that lady and i turned around i said wow she's so beautiful just that utterance of saying so beautiful to myself not to anyone neither did i utter it externally but it was a thought in the mind and my brother could see my face and said do you know who she is i said i don't know she is hema malini then i said wow so let me look around and then uh, i turned my head and saw her now this incident happened 35 40 years back but even today sometimes when i'm just sitting quietly from nowhere that flash appears in my mind it means that it has created an impression of some scar in my consciousness so similarly way back in 1975 76 i think 75 or 76 i attended pandal program by shila prabhupada in hyderabad and still that flash appears in my mind screen how Prabhupada went over the uh, the pandal and climbed the steps with the stick he was walking nothing i remember about his speech except few criticisms that i'll take up later on but uh, otherwise that flash is there so that that's created uh, a samskar in my uh, consciousness and when somebody acts repeatedly on that it becomes a vasana or it becomes an inclination and where does that inclination get stored that gets stored in chitta so here you find prayas chitta so that gets stored in chitta and when that gets stored in chitta with that chitta based on our desires Daivanaitrena, under the supervision of the higher authority, Lord arranges my next psychophysical body. So that impressions are there, strongly stored in my chitta, and with that I am born. So what are those uh, deep inclinations, according to Rupa Goswami, my understanding is that it is the kutam that disposition, it is that strong inclination or vastness are stored and at some stage uh, that becomes a bhijan, a sinful desire and when I act on that, uh, it becomes a papal, sinful action and then that either is manifesting or an unmanifest stage. So we have to root out those strong impressions which are stored 
in the chitta and for doing that we perform prayaschitta that make an effort to remove those strong impressions from the consciousness otherwise i keep repeating uh, the same activity again and again and therefore uh, patanjali's yoga uh, there is one of the axioms it says does anyone remember chitta vritti nirodha whatever is there in chitta that should be nirodha that should be removed vritti as i said we start off this journey with vritti becomes samskara then becomes vasana that stored in chitta and that chitta then the cycle continues so therefore that has to be removed and therefore chitta vritti nirodha the vritti typically is translated as waves so therefore the thought process is a wave or we can say that it is the uh, typical typical term they use as uh, mind chattering you just sit at a place you don't have to do anything your mind keeps uh, talking to you and you wonder what is that the mind talking to me i've never heard this i've never uh, read about it i've never seen about it but still it keeps uh, generating uh, so many thoughts and how on, how how can that be cleansed that is the prayas chittani or so therefore in prayas chittani we find that uh, sudeva goswami is indicating that this prayas chitta process Uh, typically if it is done in the way in which uh, a non devotee performs in terms of the karma kanda process or the gyana kanda process without any bhakti being involved the uh, nirodha doesn't take place the cleansing does not take place so therefore the last couple of sessions we have heard uh, it is like an elephant taking a bath and while after taking the bath once again uh, the elephant pours dust on itself so when i was trying to search what exactly uh, these prayas chittas are i find agni prayas chitta anga prayas chitta bhavi prayas chitta nitya homa prayas chitta pasu pasu prayas chitta garbha vad prayas chitta so somebody who performed abortion then the person performs some prayas chitta pashu prayas chitta somebody kills animals then he does prayas chitta then there are prayas like mahot pata prayas chitta that is this is performed uh, to have good progeny it is said that uh, people do it regularly sarva prayas chitta you perform all prayas chittas uh, to cleanse your uh, consciousness and then i've seen in my native place uh, as a child if by chance you touch a shudra typically india is uh, still having the caste system not only india has a caste system even devotees still show display caste system when it comes to marriage then no i can't marry from outside my caste i need to still marry my children or a partner from my i'm i'm okay prabhu 
it's fine for me i have no problem but you know my parents i i can't as it is i have come to krishna consciousness my parents are not happy so therefore if all the more i marry someone who is outside my caste it becomes a, a difficult problem for me so therefore i have to marry girl or a partner uh, from the same caste so here i have seen as a child if by chance i have touched uh, a so called shudra because uh, i am supposed to have taken birth or born in a brahmin family uh, my place uh, which is called agraharam agraharam a land of 10000 brahmin families the whole village has been designed and constructed in such a way that in the hub of the village are the brahmins and on the periphery are the other castes so uh, a shudra or a farmer he is never allowed to enter the house he is from outside so i used to see my grandmother one grand maternal grandmother she has to give say a plate of food or uh, in those days i called it food because i yeah it, it was not offered to lord krishna so therefore we can't say krishna adam it used to be offered for other demi god so she would take the uh, the plate and it's not the metal plate we are stainless steel plate in those days we have the palm leaf plate and so the plate is from the height you just drop it so the person has to catch it and in the process if by chance the person touches you so what should you do immediately go and take bath that's the prize chit atonement so just for touching someone you need to take bath and here we find that even uh, surapana prize chitta someone who drinks alcohol uh, undergoes prize chitta but has this change even for a trimming nails is considered prize chitta shaving head is considered to be prize chitta and we have that uh, example in mahabharata where as an atonement we call atonement or a punishment the person's head was shaved does anyone remember that past time krishna shaves rukmini's head but that is not mahabharata is it that is in bhagavata uh, arjuna i mean jayadra jayadra tries to uh, abduct mother draupadi uh, during their uh, stay in the forest so as a punishment or uh, atonement and the first uh, his head was shaved and then his mustache half mustache was taken out so therefore that was called as a prize chitta and typically prize chitta is also performed at the time of uh, the departing soul typically and i've seen my uh, grandfather maternal grandfather uh, he was a very pious person and his brother also was a pious person his father my great grandfather also very pious person so much so that in those days i was told that they would perform sahasra annadanam that is distribute prasadam for 1000 persons 1000 people so it's called dandora in the village 
you take the drums you don't send individual invitations you take uh, drums and then with the drums you go through the four corners of the village and they beat the drum that so and so date uh, the annadanam is taking place so everyone can come so anybody would come on that day to have and although he did not have the resources but somehow that was arranged on that day and he would perform that and not once or twice so many times i believe he used to do uh, my mother always used to say about that past time or stories so when my grandfather was passing away or my great grandfather passing away or his elder brother also passing away they knew uh, that they are going to leave the body so couple of days before they knew my grandfather's elder brother he used to often say for just 13 years i believe 13 14 years he would tell his father that my great grandfather that uh, soon you will be given laddus typically at the time uh, when this function takes place laddus are distributed so therefore he used to say you will be given laddu and uh, udad dal uh, we call mudapakku dal is given so therefore everyone used to think what is this guy talking but then he left the body so also my grandfather so before he left for the 48 hours before uh, he withdrew all the amount he had in the bank called the uh, brahmanas uh, who performed typical rituals gave away whatever money he had to everyone he gave the money and then uh, then they make a sankalpa and then in that sankalpa they recite some mantras so that is called the prayaschitta mantras are recited and then uh, the next 24 hours he just shut his door uh, for to the room he did not speak to anyone nor did he eat anything he was reciting some mantras with him because he was a vedic scholar so he would recite some mantras uh, and then uh, he left the body so this is a typical prayaschitta are observed uh, in my native place or when a person is about to leave or just left the body the brahmanas come and they perform the prayaschitta so here we find uh, sukadeva goswami is saying that that prayaschitta has uh, it does not really purify the consciousness because the person once again it goes when he appears next time when he gets the next body then the person is born with the same consciousness whatever sins he has committed and committing sin is not a big deal day in and day out every human being commits a sin we'll take simple example we are walking we kill living entities we are breathing we kill living entities we are eating we kill living entities so every moment we are performing uh, sin and then krishna says in bhagavad gita if you do not offer your food and eat then he calls it as a sin what is that verse which is that verse in bhagavad gita krishna says ஒரு 
to Lord Vishnu as a sacrifice and if we eat that then that is a sin. So therefore who, who can live without eating? Everyone has to live and for that you need to eat and when we are eating are we offering? Are we making a sacrifice? So if you are not making a sacrifice it means that our very existence is full of sin. And then just before the departure or we make some sankalpa and then give um, some mantra, uh, chant some mantras, that that is not going to purify the consciousness because all through the life uh, we have committed uh, sin. And we find that uh, there are other sins mentioned even in uh, Kamakoti. Kamakoti is on the Arishankara's website. Uh, we find they said if you are trying to have relationship with a lady outside the marriage or you perform jivahimsa or you rob somebody's wealth, property, then that is a sin. And truly speaking, if Prashtita typically as performed in terms of the Karma Kanda and Jnana Kanda is purifying, then we should not be seeing or we should not be the witness to the atrocities performed uh, worldwide, including in a Vedic country like India. Land grabbing, taking money, having illicit relationship is uh, has become almost a second nature. Most of them, they get involved. In fact, I was shocked to hear a statement from my cousin, couple of years back, my first cousin, who is who worships Lord Balaji, what beautiful uh, Lord Balaji uh, at home, Lord Vishnu, which he has inherited, is a hundred years old, uh, Lord Vishnu at home, every day morning he performs puja and without performing puja and then offering, he wouldn't even uh, go to office. Such a person, he says, Shekhar, if, if my son is not involved with a relationship outside marriage, then he is considered as a fool. So this is the consciousness of the persons. It means that how much degradation has taken place in the society. If truly uh, the prize chitta or the worship they are doing is purifying consciousness, then they wouldn't be involved or they wouldn't be even thinking of getting involved in such activities. At least in Western culture, uh, maybe uh, the thinking that somebody is supreme, someone is higher up is not recognized, but in India, uh, everyone worships. Out of 120 crores or 1.2 billion, you take away uh, at least 800 million to 900 million, they, they do some sort of worship. Everyone's house you find, some photo, some devata, some worship takes place. But that has not purified the consciousness or that is not purifying consciousness unless the worship includes worship of Lord Narayana. 
So here, uh, Sukadeva Goswami is saying that Prayaschitta Chirinani, that although very nicely performed the process of atonement, but Narayana Paranmukham, so that person, if he is not favorable to uh, Lord Narayan, is Unmukham, is, is a non-devotee, then whatever he is trying to perform in terms of atonement is Nishpunanti, it cannot purify. O King Sukadeva Goswami, just as Surakumbam, a pot containing liquor, like Apaga, the waters of the rivers. So we, tie, we find that if a pot has been used to carry uh, liquor, we don't find pots carrying liquor uh, here. But in Hyderabad, uh, I have seen it's a regular feature that uh, huge pots and we call them a tangawala. It's a horse-driven, uh, you find the big pots and you can say that from a distance, you can smell it. Okay, here is the tangawala, somebody uh, driving the uh, horse. And then we find uh, the liquor pots have gone by. So that's the scene. And those pots, even if you wash with uh, plenty of water, the water drawn from the river, there's a plenty of water. So even if you wash such pots with uh, river water, it's not going to clean uh, that pot. And that pot cannot be used for any other purpose. It has to be thrown away. I remember once we were in the kitchen, Saturday kitchen, and somehow the two vessels, I think, two or three vessels uh, normally used for cooking, uh, for deity worship directly. Uh, the food was prepared or Bhoga was prepared, I think it was, it's obviously it was offered and as it is the, the vessels were sent up uh, for serving and Achintotan Mataji became very angry. She said these are the special containers where utensils used for cooking exclusively for uh, Mahaprasad and how can you send these vessels upstairs and I cannot use them once again. Uh, because upstairs we don't know how well those vessels are maintained and she took out, she said, please throw away those two or three vessels here and said, just throw it away, we can't use it. So therefore that suchi and muchi, that cleanliness and then non-cleanliness is the uh, hallmark of Vedic culture and that requires to be utilized, that requires to maintain. And here, so therefore, the pot uh, which carried uh, liquor, it cannot be used again for any other purpose, no matter how well you clean that. So there's an analogy given. So you can imagine if the pot itself cannot be used, then think of the persons who are taking liquor itself, how much contaminated they are in their consciousness. And it was said recently when the lockdown was lifted, uh, both in Melbourne uh, and in India, I've read papers. They said that 
the highest sales happen from these shops from the liquor shops so people were missing liquor so much so that when the lockdown was lifted they did not go to other shop but they all ran to uh, liquor shop to purchase their first bottle of water uh, for satisfying their uh, whatever it is time so therefore on one side we are performing puja every day morning you perform puja and quite frequently you find people going to temples and in hyderabad at least i have seen uh, from outside the temple they come to the temple they are going to the office right in the middle of the road this person puts a brake he turns his head he or she turns the head looks towards the deities on the temple uh, and then he drives it doesn't bother well, others are behind other vehicles are there or not it doesn't matter just stop you have darshan and go the, the shop's name is sri balaji liquor shop yeah as prabhu said the liquor shop name is sri balaji liquor shop and then restaurants also balaji restaurant and then what do they serve they serve non-veg they serve liquor so it means that there is no purification happening because they are not performing a devotional service so and therefore uh, prabhupad picks up the uh, statement of narottam das thakur uh, saying that karma kanda gyana kanda kevala vishera bhanda so uh, that is the verse number 8 uh, of vachanera agochara it's a song by narottam das thakur uh, which uh, talks about ಜ್ಞಾನ ಕಾಂಡ ಕರ್ಮ ಕಾಂಡ ಕೇವಲಿ ವಿಷೇರ ಭಾಂಡ ಅಮೃತ ಬೋಲಿಯ ಏಬ ಖಾಯ್ ನಾನ ಯೋನಿ ಸದಾ ಫಿರೆ ಕದರ್ಯ ಭಕ್ಷಣ ಕೋರೆ ತಾರ ಜನ್ಮ ಅದ ಪಾತೆ ಯಹ ಸೊ ವೆನ್ ಯು ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸ್ಲೇಟ್ ದಟ್ ಸೆಟ್ ದ ಫ್ರೂಟಿವ್ ವರ್ಕರ್ ಆಫ್ ಕರ್ಮ ಕಾಂಡ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದ ಸ್ಪೆಕ್ಯುಲೇಷನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಜ್ಞಾನ ಕಾಂಡ ಆರ್ ಟೂ ಪಾರ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಪಾಯ್ಸನ್ so the whatever you perform a karma kanda and the speculations of gyana kanda are two parts of poison now when you say gyana we should remember because people tend to think that well you also reading bhagavatam you also reading bhagavad gita that is also gyana but the gyana which uh, typically the non devotees read is compared to as speculation because they do not accept the lord as having a personality nor do they accept that the lord krishna is the supreme personality of godhead or lord vishnu lord narayan is the supreme personality of godhead whereas bhagavad gita the gyana you read bhakti balya uh, vidya bhushan in the very introductory uh, introduction to gita bhushan in uh, bhagavad in gita bhushan he says that the gyana bhagavad gita is a form of bhakti so just reading bhagavad gita is performing devotional service reading shrimad bhagavatam is bhakti it is gyana but it's a form of bhakti and therefore when somebody reads carefully 
Bhagavad Gita and Bhagavatam from authorized uh, sources like Srila Prabhupada's book, then the person gets purified. So that is the prize chitta. That purifies the consciousness or that performs, yeah, it cleanses the consciousness from the root and therefore those inclinations, once they get washed away, uh, then the person is disinclined to perform uh, such nefarious activities. And hence we find students or devotees who read carefully Bhagavad Gita, who read Srimad Bhagavatam, who associate with uh, devotees, for them it becomes easy to leave such uh, habits. Whereas others, they struggle to leave uh, those habits. Therefore, verse 10 in the same uh, when most people know only a work and philosophy, they don't know anything about devotional service. So they do not know anything about the devotional service bhakti, but what they know is only fruitive activity and then uh, speculative knowledge. Each with a different opinion, uh, we find Narutandas Thakur says, each with a different opinion, they are all fools. Don't listen to their talk. Learn about devotion service, the life of the devotees. So what does it mean? Do not listen to their talk, even if they are performing uh, Bhagavad Sattva, it is uh, about Lord Krishna, but they do not have Krishna in their heart. It is purely scholarly display for uh, sake of some money. And in a couple of years back, uh, we were told that a Bhagavasatta person, very well known in Gujarat, is coming to Melbourne and all of you should attend. So that was the message which was frequently being sent to us. And the advertisement was, you know, he is such a scholar, he is the person invited by uh, Dhirubhai Ambani to perform uh, Sattā. Dhirubhai Ambani is the richest person in the country uh, and he, for their family, this person performs Sattā. So you can imagine, his devotion, his scholarship. So therefore, please come and attend. So this was some 15, uh, 17 years back in Melbourne. And we were thinking, should we go, such a person? Then he said, no, we can't go. Because he doesn't have Krishna in his heart. And such a person cannot give us Krishna. And we cannot, it's, it's a shama eva hikyavana. Because whatever activity we perform, finally, it should evoke that uh, devotion to the Lord. If that does not happen, then uh, that's a waste of uh, time. And performing devotional activity as uh, Prayashita is described Srimad, uh, throughout Srimad Bhagavatam. There is that 6.2.16 uh, uh, verse it, it says, Guru Namcha Lagu Namcha, Guru Nicha Lagu Nicha, 
ಪ್ರಾಯಶ್ಚಿತ್ತಿ ಪಾಪಾನಿ ಅಥಾರಿಟೀಸ್ ಸ್ಕಾಲರ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಸೇಜಸ್ ಆರ್ ಕೇರ್ಫುಲಿ ಅಸರ್ಟೇನ್ ದಟ್ ಮನ್ ಶುಡ್ ಅಟೋನ್ ಫಾರ್ ದಿ ಹೆವಿಯಸ್ಟ್ ಸಿನ್ಸ್ ಬೈ ಅಂಡರ್ಗೋಯಿಂಗ್ ಎ ಹೆವಿ ಪ್ರಾಸೆಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಅಟೋನ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಮನ್ ಶುಡ್ ಅಟೋನ್ ಫಾರ್ ಲೈಟರ್ ಸಿನ್ಸ್ ಬೈ ಅಂಡರ್ಗೋಯಿಂಗ್ ಲೈಟರ್ ಅಟೋನ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ಸೊ ಚಾಂಟಿಂಗ್ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಮಂತ್ರ ಹವರ್ ವ್ಯಾಂಕ್ಯೂಷಸ್ ಆಲ್ ದಿ ಎಫೆಕ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಸಿನ್ಫುಲ್ ಆಕ್ಟಿವಿಟೀಸ್ ರಿಗಾರ್ಡ್ಲೆಸ್ ಆಫ್ whether heavy or light so if it's like the punishment if you do a small mistake you get a smaller punishment if you do a bigger mistake you get a bigger punishment but however chanting hare krishna mahamantra whether it's small or big everything gets eradicated it's not that for remove actually it is uh, it is an inferior call to thing that chanting hare krishna ma mantra uh, we can remove the sins we don't chant for removing the sins rather we chant hare krishna for developing a relationship with the lord uncovering our relationship with the lord and therefore we are restored back to our original position of loving uh, the supreme lord and in that position uh, we serve him so to uh, to indicate uh, what is meant by the heavy or light in the purport ambe quoting shila vishnachakrati thakur shila prabhupad gives the past time of uh, samba i think everyone knows samba who is samba he is the uh, son of uh, jambavati a uh, daughter of jambava the well known uh, bear uh, in ramayana so samba was also a very powerful kshatriya extremely powerful kshatriya and in those days uh, to marry a girl you need to display your chivalry if you display your chivalry so therefore if you are able to uh, capture a girl and whisk her away and uh, then the girl also feels wow he is the man for me suitable for me and so samba likes uh, duryodhan's daughter and therefore uh, he comes and then uh, picks her up fights with the maharathis of uh, kuru dynasty and then picks her up but finally he was captured Uh, by kuru uh, dynasty that is duryodhan's party although duryodhan they were all very happy to see that a guy like samba a person uh, a, a warrior like samba is able to pick up their daughter uh, but they are equally angry that how how dare he comes into uh, our kingdom right from dwarka where dwarka and where hastinapur he travels that long distance he fights with the maharathis and takes away uh, their daughter so at that time uh, they they try to uh, talk out but duryodhan party uh, they were angry they were not willing to offer their daughter to samba so then what did lord balram do he, he was the person he said duryodhan is my disciple 
and my student, I tell him, he listen to me. But then, uh, even though Lord Balram talks to Duryodhana, he, does, he is not convinced. He, he says that, well, uh, we are the emperors, you are subordinates. And at that time, Balram becomes extremely angry. And what does he do? He takes his plow and then uh, he drags Hastinapur to pull it into the sea. Looking at that, then the uh, Kuru dynasty becomes uh, scared and they fall at uh, Krishna Balram's lotus feet uh, and they offer their daughter in marriage to Samba. So Prabhupada quoting an example uh, in the purport, he said that the purport that one should take shelter of Krishna Balram, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, whose protective power is so great that it can be equal in the, uh, it cannot be equal in the material world. So, however powerful the reactions of one's sins are, they will immediately be vanquished if one chants the name of Hari, Krishna, Balram and Narayana. So, simply by chanting Hare Krishna Mahamantra, uh, then one will be able to vanquish or one is able to perform the, the required price chitta, not in terms of just removing the sins, but developing the ultimate goal uh, is that to develop prema, uh, a glorious feet of uh, the Supreme Personality Godhead. And on the contrary, what the general mass are doing, people are taking to morphines, people are taking to other chemicals and then uh, so many other substances. It is said that I think two days back CNN report reports that while half a million have died due to current pandemic in US, but hundred thousand have died uh, by taking this synthetic opiate called fentanyl. Just two milligrams more than that you take and the person dies. So therefore, Supa Goswami recommends Ena Tena Prakarena Mana Krishna Nivaste that we need to perform uh, somehow or other one must consider the form of Krishna very seriously. This is Rupa Goswami quoting in uh, Bhakti Rasanta Sindhu, but we find in 7.1.32 Bhagavatam also. Uh, it is quoted. But somehow or other, one must consider the form of Krishna very seriously, then by one of the five different processes mentioned above, one can return home back to Godhead. It is like King Veena, however, being unable to think of Krishna's form in any of these five ways cannot attain salvation. So, if the ultimate goal is to develop Krishna Prema, then the only way is somehow one should develop uh, the attraction to Lord Narayan, to Lord Krishna. And therefore Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, whatever activity you may be performing, still somehow remember Krishna. Which is that verse? Manmana Bhava. Manmana is coming to the temple like this. <laughs> Whatever activity we may be performing, 
in that activity, Krishna tells Arjuna, still you remember me. That is, after performing the activity, offering it to me. Tasma sarveshu kaleshu mama anusmara yudhyacha mayyarpita mano buddhir mame vaishasi asamshayaha So therefore, whatever activity you are performing, just think of me at the same time. And this I find uh, students in the university, in one year they are having, uh, they plug in and they hear some music, whatever it is, maybe a game, music, whatever it is, but other year uh, they are hearing to the so-called teaching. So when I ask them, how is that you are hearing something else? He said, no Chandra, we are tuned to it. We can do both activities at the same time. So if a, if a student can do while performing, in whatever activity is performing, or listening, doing experiment, doing practicals, writing program, but at the same time they are able to hear the music, so why not be whatever activity you are performing, at the same time eternally think of Krishna. And therefore Prabhupada gives that beautiful example. What is that example? That the girl uh, is he has an appointment with her boyfriend. So whatever activities she is performing, she is eagerly waiting. And all the time, the girl is only thinking of her, uh, her friend or the fiancé. When is the person going to come? Eagerly. Every minute she looks at the clock because while performing her activity. Whatever kitchen activity, whatever activity she is performing, she is still thinking of that person. So two things can happen simultaneously and that's what we are required to uh, do that. Two things can be done. And the, the simple process given to us by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and brought to us by Srila Prabhupada, by His mercy, that among the various senses, because Sin means that we are committing some activity with the senses and somehow the senses should be controlled and among the various senses which requires to be controlled, the one which requires, if it can be controlled, the rest of the senses becomes easy to be controlled is the tongue. So therefore we have Krishna bara doyomai kori bari jiva joy, so that somehow we should engage the tongue. And tongue can be engaged in two ways. And that's what is called us. The two ways one can engage the tongue is one, prashadam. So eat. And today is the day devotees are eagerly waiting to break the fast because of these five days some of the devotees have been fasting. Yesterday there were so many messages. Prabhu, at what time should we break the fast? I said it should be normally uh, after the moonrise. So no Prabhu, there is eclipse. So what to do? Then it's a technicality now. Uh, eclipse will make this time we don't eat Prasad. So uh, we don't eat at all. So what should we do? So we tried to contact Dangeshwam Prabhu, he was not available and sent the message and Prabhu, late evening, uh, Prabhu sent me the message saying that 8-2, I think, 
eight two or eight. I posted the message. That is the uh, we found. You know, eight twelve is the peak of the eclipse. Eight two the eclipse starts, and then eight two the moon rises. Eight twelve is the peak, and eight fifteen you can break the fast. And some of the devotees said they told their partners out. You should prepare very nice prasadam for our students <laughs> because the five days have been fasting and we need. Don't prepare the same simple uh, sabji dal chapati. Prepare something wonderful so therefore it becomes memorable. So this is the way how we can engage the tongue uh, effectively uh, by tasting prasadam. And this was the concern of Sri Lankaupada. He said, uh, devotees don't take prasadam. You should take prasadam. So one should get satisfied with prasadam. So one should eat prasadam and distribute prasadam. One should chant Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, and facilitate others to do the same uh, chanting. And that way, the actual atonement, so-called atonement, takes place because we don't chant. For atonement, uh, but we do bhakti to develop our relationship with the Lord. I think it's almost uh, nine o'clock. So therefore, uh, at this stage, let me stop. Today is the uh, final day of Bhishma Panchaka, and also uh, Tulasi Chandakram uh, Vivah. I thought we can Bhishma Panchaka, we can recite the prayers of Bhishma Dev, wonderful prayers before his departure. But uh, I pray that all of you are able to pray back at your place. Uh, Bhishma Dev's uh, prayers, uh, wonderful prayers which appear in the first canto, uh, I think ninth chapter. Uh, I don't know, I don't forget from, I think 32 to 42, I think. Uh, the prayers are beautiful prayers offered by Vishnadi. Uh, Please make an attempt to read those prayers and that will be helpful uh, for us to fix our consciousness at the lotus feet of Radha And Pudo also is the uh, Viva, the marriage of uh, Tulsi Maharani with Shalagram, so that we find uh, special Tulsi being placed on the altar with um, beautiful decoration. And uh, I think all of you know the pastime of how Tulsi Maharani marries Jalandar, uh, the king demon, and he could not be vanquished uh, because of her chastity. And uh, the chastity had to be broken, and then Lord Shiva kills. So please try to read that pastime and pray to Mother uh, Tulsi Maharani to fix her consciousness at the uh, lotus feet of uh, Radha Vallabha and give us the consciousness of equally, uh, equally supporting, assisting, serving devotees because these three verses 16 um, 17 
seven, you know, 16, my dear king, if a sinful person engaged in, in the service of a bona fide devotee of the Lord and thus learns how to dedicate his life onto the lotus feet of Krishna, he can be completely purified. One cannot be purified merely by undergoing austerity, penance, brahmacharya and the other methods of atonement I have previously uh, described. Yeah, I, mean, I think so that's the summary of uh, today's session that we should perform, uh, our prayasitta is performing devotional service, bhakti, that's the purity. And if you do not perform bhakti, then we are in a disease condition. And that disease only increases because as we know, if a disease is not treated, uh, then the disease increases. And the only way to, uh, to treat the disease is to take the medicine. And the only medicine which can cure that disease is taking Mahaprasadam or taking Prasadam and chanting Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Any question or comment? Otherwise, Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai Gandharata. Yes, Mataji. <laughs> Or when you are going out, uh, should we look at 
the Sumurta or the auspicious time and not the auspicious time. Now Prabhupada's answer is that if it is helpful for preaching, just follow. If it is not helpful, if it is an obstacle, just set it aside. But equally I am saying uh, devotees, uh, it, 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 I mean to an extent it depends on the uh, prabhava or the impressions the devotee is carrying uh, because of the family in which the person is born. I know one uh, devotee in Krishna Balram temple, three years back I was uh, chanting with him and uh, he said he conducts Bhagavasattva actually, the devotee Krishna Balram temple uh, comes to Delhi and then he delivers and he's also an astrologer, that's how I met him. And he says, uh, Prabhu, whenever I go out, uh, I look at the Sumohurta time, auspicious time, only then I travel to Delhi to take the classes. Otherwise, I won't take it. Because I find that uh, if I do not look at the solid charm and then I travel, something happens in between, obstacle. And therefore, uh, as far as possible, I take that into consideration. So here is a science available, and if it is helpful, just follow. Otherwise, uh, one need not like Nisha Panchaka also, uh, not many devotees, some devotees follow, some devotees do not follow. Our, our process is the chanting of the Hare Krishna Mahamantra and taking uh, prasadam, associating devotees and uh, in assisting, continuing the lineage of Srila Prabhupada in terms of uh, preaching and holy dance. So this is our uh, process. Anything else, if it helps these uh, primary aspects of our process, uh, take it. Thank you. And so therefore, because Gangeshwar Prabhupada is available, Gangeshwar is an exalted devote available with us, we could immediately send a message and Prabhu kindly responded. Uh, and suppose Gangeshwar Prabhu was not available, what do we do? So some people were trying to reach out to His Holiness Bhagavad Maharaj. They said, they send a message, maybe Maharaj will uh, respond to them. Now the second question is, whether, uh, whom do we call as a non-devotee? Whether somebody is worshipping uh, Anya Devatas, uh, can we call them as uh, non-devotees? Or someone who does not worship at all, uh, can we call such a person as a non-devotee? Or because he's an atheist, but here somebody is accepting a higher force. At one, so it's at a different levels one can say. At one level, maybe you can say that he is also a devotee because he's accepting a higher force. And by arrangement of that higher force, one day uh, he'll take to uh, pure devotion service. Right now he's not performing pure devotion service. And I can give in that context my own example uh, because I'm born in a uh, Shankarite's family. That is, 
we worship not coming out of the house uh, fine crank sorry so born in a uh, shaivite family we worship only lord shiva from the childhood we had our tenant uh, ayengar from bangalore and because she is an ayenga uh, vaishnava uh, born in vaishnava family she used to perform janmashtami and so our property is such that the ground floor could be divided into two parts so one part she was staying another portion we were staying and janmashtami was for me only when i see her or their family performing uh, worship of lord krishna so she would Uh, lay the coal steps of Lord Krishna right from the gate up to her house inside where she had Lord Krishna uh, uh, post the pictures on her altar and she would do it and we were I was a child then I think ten years twelve years I used to watch her uh, how she was uh, doing it but we never worshipped uh, Lord Krishna but. So whenever I would go only to a Shaiva temple or any temple close by. So what were the temples very close to our place? The Shankar Mat, which is the Ali Shankaracharya and Mother Saraswati Devi. They were the two uh, on the altar. And then Hanumanji Temple. And in that Hanumanji Temple we had uh, Lord Shiva. So you pray to Lord Shiva, pray to Hanumanji. And there, by the side of Thanmanji, uh, there used to be Ram, Lakshman, Sita Devi worship, and eagerly wait for the Kokan Prasadam they need, and take that Kokan Prasadam and come home. But I still very strongly remember my worship. Whenever I used to go to this temple, my only prayer used to be Sarve Jana Sukhino Bhavantu. This was the prayer I used to pray and come back and take the Prasadam. So whatever they give, they take this to take it, and I feel uh, that has enabled me, that has facilitated me uh, to take to Krishna consciousness. So it's a pathway uh, to this journey, and that was the only prayer I used to do as a child. And at home, uh, Shivratri, we used to fast. Ganesh ji, we used to have um, Ganapati puja, but when it comes to Janmashtami, no Janmashtami, or any other festivals related to Lord Shiva, Lord Ganapati only were being done at home. Lord Vishnu, on our altar there was no Lord Vishnu, not Lord Krishna. They were not there. Even in the native place. Most of the temples are all Lord Shiva. Once in occasion here and there we used to have Lord Vishnu temples. So what it means that if you are praying, worshiping a higher authority, uh, sincerely, 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 without thinking that, well, please give me something so that I can kill somebody, I can harm somebody, uh, I can do something else to someone else with that enviousness, uh, then that is not uh, favorable. But with a simple heart, you pray. Uh, that leads to bhakti. That in itself uh, is not devotion, so, but that facilitates. Okay, that is my personal experience. Yes, Mataji. Because Gandhara Shri Bhagavan Ki Jai Shri Bhagavan.